you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today, cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals, where homers on homers, tutties on tutties, got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BSP Podcast. I am your host, Brendan Petrilli. Man, what a weekend. I hope everybody enjoyed their 4th of July. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful all Monday morning and afternoon. Got to walk in the Glenside Parade a little bit for Blackthorn representing. It was a lot of fun. Throwing the rugby ball to all the kids on the watching the parade. It was funny, like, watching watching like how excited everybody's get just for that throw the ball to them and like if I missed a kid the parent would be like oh I'll come back come back and they would, I could see how the kid was so upset and finally throw them the ball and just their face lit up it, it was a lot of fun I hope everybody enjoyed it had some had some good food some burgers uh we had a pig at my aunt's house it was delicious some pulled pork uh I mean I had an absolutely beautiful day finish it off with some fireworks uh other than that, I mean, there weren't any fireworks really on 4th of July, which is kind of absurd when it comes to the Philadelphia Phillies. The first time they haven't played on the 4th of July since the 1930s, which is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the team, uh, the, the, the thing we're celebrating on that day, the deck, deck I can't say the freaking word right now. The deck, deck, oh my God, Brendan. Of independence. <laughs> it was signed in Philadelphia that, that it's the team where everything was built and founded in the city. And it's the day we're celebrating and they aren't playing. And even the Yankees weren't even playing either a huge swing and miss by MLB there, but where the Phillies haven't been swinging and missing a lot was that the previous weekend coming up against a big series against the Cardinals taking two or three, even almost came back and took, uh, took the whole sweep against the Cardinals. I mean, Kyle Gibson gives up back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs to start off the game on Saturday. But he kind of had that feeling was, if they could keep keep a minute through three, four, five innings, I I have faith that these bats can get it done. And that's what they did. Came down to a ninth-inning home run by Nolan Arenado. I mean, it was a good fight. They got back in the keep ball game, tied it up. It is what it is. You're not always going to sweep every series now. Now you go and you after you faltered, uh, you lost two or three to the Atlanta Braves a series before you really needed that bounce back because the Cardinals are only a game up on you now in that last wild card spot. And that is an exciting place to be. Like I was saying, get within that seven, eight games of the Mets within one or two of that wild card spot. And that's where they are. The, these teams ahead of them, you have the Braves three and a half up. Uh, you have the Padres two and a half who you've beaten plenty of times already this year. And then the Cardinals, you just took two or three. You're going to be playing them again after this national series here where I'm recording the first game of this series right now. Start of the top of the ninth inning. Phillies are up 11, nothing. They even nationals had a a really uh, position player come in the pitch. I mean, that's, that's what you have to do. You have to take advantage of these teams that you're playing. You have to take advantage of of the bad teams because that's what all the everybody else is doing that's what the Braves the Cardinals the Mets are doing 
You got to be able to beat the Nationals. What you did in that five-game series, went in four or five. Now you got to do it again. I'm going to be going to the game tonight. Uh, I hope I, I could see some people out there. Make sure you know DM me or something. I'd love to meet up, try to do another vlog. Make sure you go check out my previous vlog on the channel. I'll put the link in the description, too, if you want to check it out. It was a lot of fun. I'm I'm two and zero on the year. No, sorry, two and one. The one game against the Dodgers, I don't really remember that game to be honest. But uh, two and one on the year. Um, hopefully, they keep it going because you got Aaron Nola on the mound. This Nationals team is god awful. Juan Soto's not playing. I mean, your best player, uh, you know, is out. The rest of the team has been depleted over the past couple of years since they won that World Series. It is what it is, but you got to take care of business. Aaron Nola has been on an absolute hot streak all year is what people have been waiting to see. He was having a little bit of trouble earlier in the year when it came to that fourth or fifth middle innings there where he was giving up a bunch of runs, but he's finally found that groove. He's found that fastball command where he's not leaving it out on the middle over the middle of the plate. He's, he's got that curveball command. He's throwing the change up. He's even added the cutter to on top of the, on top of the fastball that comes off at lefty's hip and back in on him. Then he can cut it inside on their hands too. Finally being that number two, almost number one guy that you've been looking for behind Zach Wheeler, because Zach Wheeler is wheeling and dealing. And he showed, he showed that Sunday night against Adam Wainwright. It was an absolutely great matchup. It was awesome to see for the city of Philadelphia sold out crowd. Uh, absolutely electric. Just watching that game. I, I, I wanted to sit and watch it. Just listening to it, seeing the city of Philadelphia as a baseball town again, on display, 4th of July weekend, coming out and taking care of business against a team that you're fighting for in playoff contention is absolutely awesome. Awesome to see. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and listening to another episode here of the BSP Podcast. Make sure you sub subscribe on the YouTube page. We did pretty well our last one last Friday. That was absolutely awesome to see. You know, I, I was looking at the analytics. It looks like 40% of people that are watching the videos aren't subscribed. So make sure you click that button, click the little bell, let you know every time I post a video. I'm trying to put the little shorts up too that I put on Instagram and TikTok. Make sure you go follow me there too, at Brendan Petrilli and at the BSP Podcast. Um, but yeah, man, now moving forward throughout this season here, Bryce Harper comes out yesterday, speaks to the media for the first time since taken 97 off the hand and he said I will be back I will be back by the end of this season uh no matter where we are I want to come back I want to battle with this team I want to make a playoff run it seems like he's ahead of schedule that's for damn sure I mean you knew Bryce Harper's always going to battle I mean when he took 100 off the face last year and he was back in a month I mean the guy is relentless he knows he has the feeling and this team has that feeling where they know that they got guys like Kyle Schwarber, who, thank God, <laughs> it, the people are, uh, you know, nobody told him that the calendar changed to July because he is absolutely red hot hitting another two home runs last night. I mean, it's Dinger Delphia and Phil Effect. Reese Hoskins is getting in on the action. Who knows how long it'll last, but he's always going through those hot streaks. And you just got to catch that wave and catch a vibe and keep it going. Nick Cassianos gets a couple RBIs last night, too. Hopefully he finally gets that. JT with the home run. I mean, guys are finally driving the ball. It's heating up. Now, when it comes down to it here, Gene Segura also had the pins taken out of his hand yesterday. He was out running the bases, getting some work in at Citizens Bank. Hopefully, he's a guy that you can pick up midseason around that trade deadline that we'll talk about in a couple minutes here. 
that you could really use that extra bat, that infield, because you had guys like you're, you're dealing with Matt Veerling playing, you know, second base, third base for you. A couple of these games. Hey, more power to Matt Veerling to be able to step up and be that guy and help this team battle through injuries. But you can't you can't keep him out there for too much longer before he's going to get exposed. But it, it's awesome to see. Um, Bryson Stott's been holding his own. He's the bats kind of getting there. He had a couple nice, solid hits last, uh, last night. Didi, hopefully he's been uh, off and on all year getting banged up. Hopefully he can come back because that, that middle of the infield, it's going to, it's going to start to worry <laughs> as we move forward here. If you keep letting these young guys make mistakes, uh, you know, eventually probably make mistakes as young players do. So you need to get that veteran presence back. And one of the things that you kind of look at right now, right? That was your initial, your initial uh, we're afraid of at the beginning of the year. Was the defense. Defense has been solid. You haven't had those games like you did in the beginning of the year, you know, where everybody's clanking balls off their glove, pulling up on it bad throws at third base they've tightened it up a lot knock on wood now the problem is the problem is the depth on the bench and you've kind of seen guys like uh Derek Hall come up now fill that DH spot for you left-handed power hitter hitting dingers I mean you love to see it the guy has been having good at bats and that's what you need a just good solid at bats uh, and that's where you need to add when it comes to the trade deadline is just to keep getting guys that have those good at bats until you get your sluggers back as the Phillies pull out this victory here. You got to get an Andrew Benatendi and Ian Happ, like these utility outfielders or even guys that can play second and third for you. Give guys a break, move them around. I just give you a good at bats because you have the boppers. You've got Schwarber, you have Hoskins. Cassiano's real mute to Harper when he hopefully comes back. You got the guys that'll drive him in. You just need to get the guys that can get on base. And hopefully that's what we see as the trade deadline slowly approaches here in what, three weeks now? I mean, it's a little different now. It's not on July 31st, but because of the lockout, they pushed it back a couple extra days. But I mean, hopefully you were kind of nervous. I I was kind of nervous that maybe you had to make a move right away once Harper went down to right the ship that you had to make a move quick to, to make sure that this didn't go down and it didn't get ugly fast, but, you know, fighting against the Braves, I mean, you know, you, you were fighting, you were in, uh, in those games going and taking two or three from the Cardinals. Now, hopefully you go, you get a sweep of the nationals this week. Then you go and you battle back against St. Louis again. You could be in the wild card spot. If not looking at the division at this point too. You know, creeping your way, creeping your way. As I keep telling my buddy, Kieran, hey, they, oh, you guys aren't even in the wild card yet. Yeah, shut the, oh, shut up, brother. It, it, baseball is a long season, man. It, as long as they keep hanging around, hanging around, the Mets are going to go cold. They've kind of been off and on. They're having a little bit of an easier month now, as we were talking how last month was a gauntlet. They did okay, but they let the Phillies, they let the Braves crawl their way back, inch their way back when they had a 10-plus division lead at the beginning of the year and everybody's oh they're gonna run away with it now these teams are finally making their way back making their way back inching their way until we can get some reserves and that's what the Phillies are going to be looking at here 
we'll we'll kind of zone in on some more targets as we get closer to that trade deadline. But what what you see mostly is that that Ben Attendee, the Ian Haps. But now another problem that you might be running into that you kind of didn't expect happening at the beginning of the season is you might need a starting pitcher or two. When it came to pitching, we were talking about how the bullpen was the problem. But now Corey Knable's kind of figured it out. Uh, you got guys. Um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blank. It's not Ben Attendee, the pitcher, but that's the outfielder. But anyway, the bullpen was that problem with Familia and those guys. Now they're starting to right the ship a little bit uh, and, and just get outs. Brad Hand getting outs. And now you have to deal with maybe Sir, um, Ranger Suarez out for a couple weeks. Zach Eflin is going to be out for a couple weeks now. Back uh, with back soreness for um, Ranger and knee soreness for Eflin. So it went from that bullpen was so scary. They're blowing leads left and right. You never know what's going to happen where they have locked it down the past couple weeks now. Where they went on that run of, what, 32 batters uh, faced without giving up a hit for the bullpen when they were out in San Diego in that stretch. They have carried that momentum. They've built up that confidence. And that's a lot because of Rob Thompson being able to give those guys. They don't have roles, specific roles. You're not that closer. You're not the setup guy. Go get me three outs. That's your role. And that's the most important spot is knowing that all I got to do is get outs. The, the moment doesn't matter what inning I'm in. Your head, your mindset doesn't change. Go get me three outs. And that's what I think has been the biggest confidence booster for this Phillies bullpen. Now, you got guys that uh, have to step up. When I, I was kind of talking uh, about with some of my buddies was, you, you were tired of seeing the seeing uh, the Vince Velasquez of the world, the Jared Eikhoffs, these guys coming up in the starting rotation, the bullpen. And just seeing, giving them chances over and over again, just to fail. You would get a spark of like, okay, fine, but then just absolutely brutal. And now you're finally getting a couple guys like Derek Hall coming up and making a, a, an impact. Not giving another guy like a Scott Kingery a chance. Bringing up the other young players that have been working their butt off down there for you and have been making a difference. Yeah, the pitcher last night come in. Four, uh, five awesome innings. Only had four swing and misses all night, but got the job done. That's all that matters is let the defense make the plays. It's soft contact. That's kind of what Ranger Suarez's biggest thing was this season, that he was kind of he, – he was hitting – people were squaring him up a little bit more. That's why he was struggling. But having that confidence in your guys to make plays for you is going to be a huge step forward as this team – moves throughout this month of July because the bats are going to be there, but then they're not. That's been the biggest thing. When, when I, my buddies go, Oh, what should we bet on? Should I bet on the Phillies tonight? I'm like, dude, they're either going to score six plus runs or they're going to get shut out. That's just the way this team has been rolling. Um, you kind of see it coming sometimes with some of the matchups. Uh, I was a little bit afraid of having a clunker tonight or last night. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, against the first game against the Nationals because you had that big series against the Cardinals, right? Prime time, making big hits. And then you have that 4th of July day off, you know, maybe some guys go home, hang out with the family, whatever, have some fun. It is what it is. But even if there's no, you have that break when you're red hot 
And then you come back and you can be sluggish, especially against a team that sucks in the Washington Nationals. You can kind of have a letdown game. And for them to come out and right out the gate, Schwarber setting the tone with the leadoff home run. And then a a couple of his next at-bat later, absolute moonshot down the line, setting the tone for the guys that, hey, we're here to play. We're here to hit. And let's rock and roll here, boys. Because that guy for for the Nationals only throwing 88 miles per hour. You can see his... Kyle Schwarber's first couple of swings, uh, swing and misses before he finally connected for that home run to dead center. He was going for it. He's like, this is going to be a day, boys, because I know I can get this guy if he leaves one over the middle. And setting that tone, not having those letdowns, it's been step after step for the Phillies now as we've moved past that Joe Girardi era. It is not blowing a lead, you know, having a couple lockdown innings after the Phillies score some runs. Being able to drive in runners from second base with no outs, you know, having a couple singles, not relying on the long ball, but then moving forward, having those big three run home runs to tie a ball game up, to get you back in, to give you the lead, to having guys like um, Schwarber get red hot, Hoskins have a week or two here or there, JT finally turning around. Good at bats up and down the lineup. Alec Boehm has been steady all year. I mean, his average isn't the best bat in 240-something, but he's on a 13-game hitting streak all of a sudden, which is crazy to think because he's just been quietly getting the job done, singles, doubles, and just making it happen because that's, guys, what you need. Now, if Mickey Moniak, I mean, and Bryson Stott, if they can get it going a little bit, you pick up another utility guy off the bench. Uh, Derek Hall's been a huge impact now, giving you good at-bats. It's making those steps along throughout the season is what the Phillies have been continually impressing me with. Aaron Nola finally locking in. Zach, uh, Zach Wheeler having a couple bad starts back-to-back, but coming back and dominating back to himself, not getting caught in a slump. It's continually grinding throughout this season is making it exciting, and I'm excited to go to another game to, uh, tonight. Hopefully everybody can uh, sh- who's ever showing up you know, DM me, love to hang out, try to do maybe some man on the street stuff. It'll be a lot of fun, but I want to thank everybody again for uh, listening to another episode of the BSP podcast. Uh, I mean, this summer is going to be electric if the Phillies can just keep hanging on and keep playing good baseball. It's been a while, a while since the Phillies have played good baseball throughout the end of the summer. And I'm here for it. Been saying it all, all summer long. I am here for a fun Philly summer. I hope you are too. Let me know in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Check me out, BSP Podcast, and Brendan Petrelli, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Shout out to the two and five. Go Birds. We'll talk about them coming up too. Maybe do a little fantasy stuff. Sixers didn't even get to them. All right. See you, everybody.